Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Swing, fly ball, deep left field. Dela Cruz back, and this ball is gone. Henry Davis turns it around. Home run number one in the big league career of Henry Davis. And that's a big one. The Pirates are up 3-1 to one here in the eighth. Exciting. Pirates have the lead. Henry Davis hit a home run. Good game, right? What happened next? Swing, fly ball, deep center field. Bay looking back, and it's gone. Home run, Garrett Cooper. And the lead evaporates in the eighth. And the Pirates looking like doom upon them again. Swinging a soft ground ball to third. Birdie has it and on to first for the final out. And a stunning come from behind eighth inning for Miami. And the Pirates have lost ten in a row. Oh, so they lost. Oh, goodness. Well, yeah, the Pirates lost. They've lost 10 in a row now. They got swept in two consecutive series before the start of this one. That was game one of a four-game weekend series in Miami. Pirates are five and a half games back of the NL Central now. Cardinals are still losing, so that's awesome. So they're not really going to catch the Pirates right now, but every other team has. And now the Reds have emerged with a uh, a lead now, a real one, not just half of a game, but now they're a full game and a half back on the Milwaukee Brewers. The Chicago Cubs sticking around three and a half back. They're 36 and 38, but now the Pirates are 34 and 40. They're on a 10-game losing streak. Wow. So, we, we've talked about it before. Talked about how the the month of April was super exciting. How it would take a catastrophic fall off for this team not to be in playoff contention by the end of the year. Crowley jumped off, then jumped back on. I don't know exactly what the what it was, maybe it was a jinx for Crowley to keep switching face. Maybe it was a jinx that we all said there's no way they could screw this up. And then they uh, and then they do. Now you thought May was bad. I've got a got a, I've got news for you. You want to see 10 losses in a row? You want to see three consecutive series sweeps? We'll come to June where you can see that all. For the record, the Pirates 
never lost 10 in a row in May. And the Pirates were not swept in three consecutive series in the month of May. They got swept at the beginning of the month by Tampa Bay and Toronto. But then they won at least one in Colorado. Or not in Colorado, against Colorado at home. But you get the point. Uh, So this month is actually a special brand of poor baseball. Maybe maybe this is all a wake-up call for us as pirate fans too because uh maybe we're maybe it's us being a little bit ungrateful towards the team's performance because every time we complain like yeah may was bad they got swept a few times they should have beat colorado more then you get into june they should have taken more uh more games from oakland right and then and then they find a way to say hey you know those those losses weren't so bad. Just uh, just look just look now we 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 lost we got swept in in three consecutive series to division opponents, and we blew a lead against a Marlins team that's on the rise. Could have hurt their souls to start the uh, four game series in Miami. Well, nope, couldn't do that. Because off the bat of Garrett Cooper, the Marlins take the lead and win by two runs. Dowry Money Moreta, who we all had hoped would do well, uh, gave up those three runs late in the game, or just the three runs to, excuse me, three runs in his outing, didn't get an out. Then Lajinski pitched in and he gave up two earned runs. So, uh, just just rough. The we, I mean, we all thought maybe the month of May would have been the worst of it, and I I can't I can't believe it. I struggle to believe it. Like I still had optimism, which you all. Never hesitate to sometimes tell me, like, you know, why be optimistic? I've seen this from this team for years. And you might you might have. I'm still young. But it's just a it's just a it's amazing to me that they're outdoing some of their poor performances. I guess the only the only bright side right now in all of this is that is that the division is so poor and the pirates started so well that this division is not it's not lost. And it is still only June, and the Pirates have time because the rest of the division, again, not not a strong division. And the Pirates started out so strong that that as of now, a 10-game losing streak puts them at 34-40. and 40. That's kind of a miracle that a 10-game losing streak hasn't sunk their season. So I guess try to look at the bright side unless you don't want to. And I certainly won't force you to because, again, they've outdone their poor performance. May was the month that everybody said, well, this is a bad month, you know. And all those quotes, I mean, I wanted to believe that too. The truth lies somewhere in the middle of April and May. Well, what's June then? Because 10 losses in a row and three straight sweeps to division opponents is, is worse than May. The Pirates didn't play many divisional opponents in May. 
June seemed to be the real test. And they're, uh, they, 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 they're failing the test by a lot. Not even just losing series, getting swept three straight times. And a heartbreaking loss to Miami in, in a game where Henry Davis hit his first Major League home run. Pirates lose 6-4. By the way, this is the Fan Early Morning Show. It's the Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work. At 84 Lumber, you can apply online at 84lumber.com. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. It is, I think this is the longest time it's taken me to introduce myself on this show. Just, I'm frustrated. I'm sure the rest of you are as well. You can give me a call if you want to express yourself in a reasonable way, right? No swearing, none of that. You guys know the drill. But just give me a call, 412-928-9370. I'll give you an opportunity to... State your case, state your opinion, just express yourself. Talk to me about you, uh, what you want the Pirates to do, what you want to see. If you've jumped off the ship and you've always jumped off the ship, you can call me. We can talk about it, 412-928-9370. You can also tweet me at callus underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. And we can talk about it on Twitter as well if you just want to type out uh, some comments, I'll, I'll read them um, if you tag me. So that's Callus underscore 33, C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33 on Twitter. And the phone lines again one more time, 412-928-9370. Just a tough loss for the Pirates. I I, I don't know. I mean, uh, the catching situation, it's a poor one. Um, Right now, it's, it's rough that Henry Davis – you know, we want him to be our savior, but right now they're they are dedicating their time to letting Austin Hedges play. And we also got uh some comments from Jim Leland, former manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates, who said this about Austin Hedges and the idea of having a good pitch framing catcher. If I can get the thing to play, hold on. Okay, now, Jim Leland's comments. You're just fighting to catch the ball when a guy's throwing 100 miles an hour. There's no way that you can frame it. So I think that framing stuff has been overrated, in my opinion. So he's talking about whenever you guys uh, have pitchers throwing at a high velocity, that pitch framing doesn't even matter because you're really just trying to receive the ball. And even when a guy's not throwing 100 miles an hour, still... You're just trying to fight for strikes. So Leland never believed in pitch framing. Leland seemed to want to have his pitchers throw actual strikes and fight through the adversity by throwing real strikes or throwing the ball where the umpire is calling strikes. And I like that philosophy. Uh, that philosophy. And, and Crowley even kind of brought this up too because I always thought about just pitch framing is, okay, it's an art. It's It's good to be able to do. But when he said, you know, do people go to the games to watch pitch framing? No, they don't. And John Wainer even said that he supports uh, an electronic strike zone because it gets rid of the element of pitch framing and you can just call the strikes as authentically as they are. Not, let's try to steal strikes, let's try to make this an art. No, there's no more trying to trick umpires. The pitchers have to throw strikes. And that idea of pitch framing is no longer a statistic. Because if you have an automated strike zone, if you have an electronic strike zone, 
if you're not just trying to deceive the human eye, you can't you can't get away with it. We got a caller at 412-928-9370. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Hi, this is Walt in the car. Hi. Hey, you said you you said you're uh you're young. Um I'm in my 60s, so I've been through the Pirates <laughs> baseball uh, you know seasons. Yeah, I hear you. At the beginning of the year when they were doing so good, I told everybody Give them time. They're falling in a dungeon, and they'll be the same old pirates. Until you change the mindset of the ownership and management, we're not going to go anywhere. Nowhere. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Fair. I mean, that's fair. I don't like to blame the ownership in this situation right now because the money that ownership has spent isn't bad. They're going into the millions again. In 2020, I was upset because their highest free agent contract signing was Gerard Dyson for a million dollars. So that was kind of rough. If you said that back then, I'd be a little more like on board because I was frustrated with that when that was going on. But now we're in 2023 and they've spent into the millions for players. They're not spending for, uh, I wouldn't call any of these players premium right now, premium free agents they didn't spend on. But they spent on some veteran guys um, and that's fine. Uh, Austin Hedges at $5 million seemed like a steal, uh, but nobody expected him to hit well necessarily. So that's kind of rough. But also, I mean, Crowley says it best sometimes when he's talking about this, and he's convinced me, like, I've jumped off the Austin Hedges boat now because the Pirates are losing, and instead of um, getting somebody in there that can create a little more offense and uh, make the lineup stronger, you're choosing defense. And, well, the defense can't stop guys from hitting home runs, and it seems the bullpen has been giving up home runs late. So, again, Crowley's convinced me, It's uh, and I'm sad to say it, but Hedges, eh. Jim Leland's not even in support of, like, pitch framing and and that art, which, eh, you know, not uh, – yeah, that pretty much says it. I mean, that's a a strong – whatever the opposite of endorsement is from Jim Leland. But uh, for the Pirates' management, I mean, they spent money. They're not spending really league average right now, but they're, they're, they they spent more money than they have before to try to put a team of veterans together that could uh, support these young guys into, you know, learning more about the game from the major league level, which I don't think is a bad thing. So I'm not going to blame it all on ownership. But if you are upset with ownership for the years that you've been watching – I mean, that, that's your opinion, and you can keep that opinion. I'm not going to – I'm not necessarily going to frown upon whatever your experience has been over longer years than I've been alive. 412-928-9370. Got another caller. Go ahead introduce yourself. Dave from Delmont. Dave, nice to hear from you. What's up? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Not much. I just wanted to ask you a question. Go ahead. Do you think – I'll go into fantasy land with a lot of the pirate people, and I'll – say that in two years or a year or two years, we're going to have really good players coming up, and they're going to have a half-decent team. But say we're missing a few pieces. We need a, a fielder and a, and a pitcher. Do you think they're actually going to go out like the Chicago Cubs did when they had all them good young players come out and sign a, a bunch of starters at a pretty good amount to make it a really good team? Or do you think they're just going to get the same from bums they usually get uh, to fill out the roster. Dave, I appreciate the call, and I'll answer that question. I want to be able to have faith in the Pirates signing people, signing players, 
Now, just remember, it's not like this hasn't happened before. When they signed, when they traded for A.J. Burnett between 2011 and 2012, and then they signed Russell Martin and Francisco Liriano, something felt different about the team. Like, to get those big-name players, like Russell Martin was the best catcher on the free agent market between the 2012 and uh, between 2012 and 2013. So they've done it under this ownership group that is led by Bob Nutting, or maybe he's the sole one. I'm not exactly sure how ownership works because I try not to pay attention to ownership too much because it's about the players and about management, but I know he runs things, and we all know that. So I think that they they could. Now, we've also been in kind of a perpetual slide and you know perpetual poor performances over the years, over recent years too, that I don't know exactly when that's going to come. I hope it's as soon as possible. I think for all fans, we want that as soon as possible. And they've done it before. So in the next few years, we can have hope that they will. And that hope can be strung from the fact that they signed arguably the best free agent catcher of the 2012-2013 offseason. And they signed one of the best pitchers that was available in the 2012-2013 free agent class. That was a part of that 2012-2013 offseason free agent class. So... It's been done before, and I we can hope that if things have been done before, that they'll be done again. Um, so I say, yeah, it's it's very possible. Now, again, I've been overly optimistic before, and you know sometimes that's come back to hurt my feelings. But that's what being a fan's about too. So, for those of you who are fully jumping off and saying don't pay attention to this team, it's a mess. Uh, we're fans, and at the end of the day, I mean, if you love this sport and you support your city. At least follow the games. At least, you know, don't pretend like you don't care. Because you not paying attention already shows that you care enough to not to not watch to a certain extent. Because you don't want to witness the madness and the mess that may be happening. So, um, we're fans. So, keep that in mind, too. Let's, uh, you know, you don't have to actively support. If you don't want to spend money going to games or buying merchandise, that's fine. But, you know... It's, you know, still follow the team and follow the ups and downs and have blind optimism. That's that's the definition of fan, fanatic. Have blind optimism amongst all reason or logic because you never know. And the, again, the Pirates have signed big players before under Bob Nutting's ownership, and I have no reason to believe that they wouldn't do it again. It just hasn't happened recently, and that makes us all a little frustrated, I know. 412-928-9370 is the phone number. You can call. You can express yourself. About the Pirates losing 10 in a row, getting swept in three straight series by division opponents, no less. And this heartbreaking loss to the Marlins, you can call. Talk about a 412-928-9370. You can hit me up on Twitter at Callus underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. And we can talk about it. My name is Nicholas Harry Callus. This is Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. We'll talk more when I come back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Nicholas Harry Callis with you this morning. Got a few more minutes left to talk. 
Well, before we keep talking, let me tell you about fan weather. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Summer is here. Come check out Trailblazer, Equinox, and the all-new redesigned 2024 tracks. You can also check them out online at sunchevy.com. It's going to be a rainy weekend today. High of 77, low of 60, overcast throughout the morning, but later toward the evening, expect a 30% chance of rain throughout the area. Then tomorrow, high of 78, low of 62, 50% chance of rain. Uh, not a great weekend. And then next week, it's supposed to start with rain as well. It's uh, light rain throughout the area, but uh, it's still going to be present. It's not going to be as sunny as previous weekends. Again, fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. we got another caller, 412-928-9370. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Hello. Nick. Yes, I can hear you. You're on the air. Hey, uh, this is Charlie. <laughs> Promo assistant Charlie. What's going on, man? Oh, my gosh. You calling me to connect me to Adam Crowley and Doran Dickerson. <laughs> yes, I oh, am. Oh, you called the fan line, sir. I'm taking calls. Hey, good to hear from you, though. We'll, we'll talk in a minute, all right? Yes, sir. All right. Charlie, nice man. On uh, on location, yeah, today's the uh, fan going low open, the golf outing. So, uh, yeah, get ready for that. And uh, I was going to tell you that. After we took that call, but that's uh, that guy. I know that guy, and he's helping us connect to Crowley and Doran. So, um, yeah, the the fan, uh, the going low open is today. The golf outing. So um, they are broadcasting. Adam Crowley and Doran Dickerson are on location. I'm in the uh, shortkikia.com studio right now, doing the producing. But uh, those two are out there, and they're going to broadcast uh, from there today. So if you tried to get on the fan live video stream as well on our website. That's why you can't, because it's not active, because nobody is in the main studio. It's just me and the producer's booth. So uh, get ready for that. It's going to be a fun day, um, and it's going to be a nice day. Uh, Hopefully it doesn't rain. It's supposed to be overcast all morning, so uh, it shouldn't shouldn't get rained out. Uh, Definitely not in this morning portion, but most of the day also is uh, not going to be rainy. It's going to be be mostly overcast, but... uh, yeah, toward the night, there's supposed to be about a 30% chance of rain tonight. So, uh, But look forward to that. Crowley and Dorn covering uh, or doing their broadcast from the going low golf outing today. So, good stuff. All right, talking about the Pirates. Pirates struggling. Yeah, not uh, not great, right? Ten in a row. They didn't do that in May. They also didn't get swept in three consecutive series, and they didn't get swept in three consecutive series all by divisional opponents. So, hmm. Meh. Right, just a just a rough month. Like uh I guess to put it in meme terms, uh June told May, hold my beer. Right. Just uh they just they did worse. They 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 seemed to be bottoming out. Um we thought May was a collapse. this month of June is the this is the ultimate collapse, I would say. So lose ten in a row, especially to divisional opponents. I can't say it enough. That series against the A's was not the end of the world, but everybody was acting like it was the end of the world. Then they took two of three from the New York Mets. But, uh, yeah, losing to the divisional opponents is the bad part. That's the really bad part. That's the part that, you know, no, that shouldn't happen. Uh, but they got swept in three straight series. Ugh. Not, not fun. How about this, though? I'll, I'll ask this later on, probably on another day when I'm here hosting this show. But uh, people talk about the Pirates not spending enough money. And, you know, many of you blame Bob Nutting as the owner. And, again, you've been – some of you have been through more Pirates experiences than I personally have. We've already gone over that. I'm young. All right. You know, 24. Haven't been around for the World Series. Haven't been around for when the Pirates were um, champions. So it's difficult for me 
to kind of understand some of your frustration, though I accept it, though, because just because I don't understand you doesn't mean I need to be mad at you. I think your opinions are are, are, are valid, and your experiences are valid to you. And, I, and understanding that, I, I also don't always see, uh, especially in recent years, how spending money is just going to blindly help the Pirates. Uh, the 2005 New York Yankees were a big uh, they're a big example of why just spending money blindly isn't great. And a lot of people forget too that the Yankees, you know, everybody talks about the Yankees doing well and having great world champion teams. Their world champion teams were actually founded on drafting. Uh, and I just learned that if you watch that Derek uh, Derek Jeter documentary that ESPN did, um, I mean, it showed it. Like they they weren't drafting people in the '80s very much. They were just trying to spend, spend, spend. And then they drafted guys like Jeter and Pettit and Rivera, and they all developed well, and then they won all their championships before. But their 2005 team, they spent the most amount of money, I think, ever by one team, at least at that point, and they didn't do well. So I, I think you got to find a balance between spending on free agents and developing talent from within. Uh, and also the New York Mets of this year are another pretty big example of why maybe blind spending isn't great because they – their payroll is around like 250, 300 million. And in the National League East right now, the Mets are fourth. They're 14 games back in the division lead. They've got the same record as the Pirates. And they've spent eons more than the Pirates have. They've spent a ton more money than the Pirates have. And they've come up with the same record, although the Braves are leading their division, so they're more games back. Braves are 48 and 26. And the Marlins, the team that the Pirates beat, uh, or the Pirates got beat by yesterday, 43 and 33, six games out. So. The Phillies, Marlins, and Braves better than the Mets, whose payroll is uh, one of, if not the highest in baseball. So just keep that in mind. But we'll have that discussion on another day because I do want to hear your opinion on like the Mets and other teams that have high payrolls but don't uh, seem to do well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 